always forget to turn my screen off. Let me do that again. <laughs> Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have Il Neige on the show. That is me. He's not on video because we forgot to tell him it's on video now and he's not presentable at the moment. So, hi. I've not put on I've not put on my face nor my ears nor my skin. I'm I am pure red blood and meat. <laughs> he is a, he is a pile of bones that is babysitting a dog and that sounds dangerous. Yep. So, welcome to episode 573 of the Funny Music Podcast for June 10th, 2021. There goes the naked waffle iron again. So, yeah. Um, I'm tired. I'm getting sick. Uh, let's just get this underway. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey! What? Oh, he's right. So, Luke, what you been up to? I have been literally driving nonstop since the last time you saw me last week. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so, yeah, I went to the Midwest and I got to see my friends and my family. Yay! Yay! So, I won't go through, like, all the details of all the things, but uh, started off by uh, spending a couple of days at... Uh, Carrie and Josh and Alex Dan's house, and that was super cool. Carrie and I got out to uh, see the movie Cruella, which was the first time I've been to see a movie at a movie theater since the pandemic started. The last one, I believe, was um, Pixar's Onward, which I really loved a lot. Um, Cruella is really good. It's, you know that whole phenomenon of they put all the best stuff in the trailer? Yeah. This is the opposite of that. This is the hid all of the best stuff. <laughs> So that it's not in the trailer and uh i just kind of like once again all the knee-jerk people being you know who like have either heard about things or just seen little bits of things are like oh, no, this is movie. It's like i'm just so sick of that attitude but because basically looking at all of the kind of disney of the past you know handful of years the live action remakes and stuff that they've been doing mm -hmm. uh this one's pretty much like you know, I'd say within, it's within the top five, if not possibly the best one. It's just, it was just really good. Emma Stone is great in it, and uh, Kate Blanchett is really great in it, and just, yeah, anyway. Yeah, my so father saw it. He said it was really good. Your, your dad? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, I, I dug it. So, um, so yeah, um, uh, what else? Uh, uh, we took Alex Ann to, um, uh, it, well, it used to be called level 257 it went through two name changes since the last time we were there oh jeez <laughs> after that after level 257 because nobody figured out that that was a pac-man reference i guess they changed their name to pac-man entertainment which made more sense um okay. <laughs> and there's still a sign out front that says pac-man entertainment and it looks cool but now they changed it again apparently and the name of the place i think is now enterium like the word enter and then I-U-M, Enterium or something. Hmm. And it's still the same thing, like bowling alleys and bitchy games and food. So it's like, I don't get 
the what the high flute name is all about. It's like level two fifty seven was closer to a name that meant something yeah. that people would figure out. My, my are, guess you, is they, are you tired of places that only have exits? Does your home only have ways to leave? Come on down to the Anterium. We got all the entrances you could possibly want. Big doors, small doors, benches. Doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my guess is they probably got a cease and desist for using Pac-Man in their, uh, their store name. Yeah, that would have been my guess too. <laughs> well, I would assume that they probably had it licensed from you know, Namco or whatever. Maybe they just decided they didn't want to pay the licensing fee anymore. Maybe, yeah. So, uh, um, but yeah, so that was fun. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. After that, I went uh, to Madison for a night and hung out with Stephanie. We went down to State Street and um, I saw a bunch of the uh, artwork, uh, you know, the graffiti and, and, and mural art that's been done up on State Street, you know, uh, following all of the protests of, you know, about a year ago. Um, and things there, it's like, things are starting to open up there, but also, um, there's, a, you know, at State Street, a lot of it was, you know, businesses that were locally owned, you know, not chain businesses, so a lot of them have gone out of business. So it's just kind of sad to see the street that was once thriving with all these unique individual businesses and, like, like oh look, Taco Bell survived. <laughs> so, Surprise! Yeah, there's there's still a handful of them left that you know from the old school days. So I'm hoping that'll come back. And unfortunately, did not run into Art Paul Schlosser on a, on a whatever day that was in the morning. Uh, then I went to Lake Geneva and I hung out with uh, uh, my mom and my sister. Got to dip out to Gurney and see my brother JT and his wife and their son Max and uh, got to hang out with him and play with Transformers in the backyard and then we played chess and four-year-old Max handed my ass to me at chess. He's, he's so <laughs> nice. smart. It, it's, it's, it's like I, I can more, more now than ever I can see my brother JT and Max because JT like we got our first video game system when he was about three and so he would play it with me, and he just got really competitive and really smart about stuff like that at a really early age. So hanging out with Max and seeing him, like, know all these rules and strategies for chess, it's just like, yep, you're, <laughs> you're your dad's son, all right. So, um, But he's, he's, he's cute and fun and everything. And then in the evening, uh, last night it was – or was that two nights ago? Two nights ago it was my brother Michael's. 40th birthday so um <laughs> we had a zoom family um birthday party because michael and anu are up uh, in the twin cities still and we even had anu's parents parents uh, and brother come in on zoom from india so it was a, a unique experience uh with everybody so um i just love the fact that uh all four of the sinkowski siblings are now in their 40s which is weird <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that was all good, and um, I managed to do some amount of going through. I've been something I've been wanting to do in small amounts every time I visit is start going through the stuff that I have in storage out there at my sister's place, my mom's place, and just start trying to pare it down, like you know, one category at a time. So I went through. I've been carrying around like a good dozen or so big plastic bins and a handful of cardboard boxes full of VHS tapes 
you know, like half of them being like store-bought movies and stuff, and the other half being things they taped off of, you know, TV or cable or, you know, comedy specials or whatever, or just tons of cartoons or just, you know, back before I knew that CD box sets were going to be a thing, or not CD, DVD box sets were going to be a thing, and or that streaming platforms where you could literally have the entire run of a series right. that you could watch in perfect, pristine digital viewness, you know, over the internet for free at any time, you know, so if I had all these boxes of like, you know, 24, season three, tape one, 24, season three, tape two, you know, <laughs> so I basically was like, I want to, like, that's going to be step one is going through all that, and, you know, so I, by the time I got done there, like, you know, like a, like, imagine like your average, you know, kind of garbage can or recycling can that you take out to the corner like the big tall ones with the wheels and the, you know, mm-hmm. full, you know, the, 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 it's like we had one of those completely full of videotapes and, and another one partially full and then two really big cardboard boxes full of the movie tapes, like the store-bought ones that I left there for them to donate to people because basically they were all movies that are super common that you could get anywhere streaming, no mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. And the and the one that I held on to was anything that I thought was rare that probably wasn't available, um, you know, everywhere. Uh, and then also uh, just a bunch of other things that were like I just basically looked through each label real quick to see if it had like some obscure comedy special that I assumed wouldn't be available anywhere. So I basically pared it down to about altogether four to five boxes tops. I know one of the boxes was at least half full of Muppet related things because I got the Time Life Muppet. Uh, set VHSs. It wasn't all of them. It was just like 40 of the episodes. But I know the ones on Disney Plus, they cut out some of the songs and stuff because of music <laughs> reasons. So I want to kind of compare and contrast and make sure that <laughs> there aren't any episodes on there that have stuff been like, you know, deleted or whatever. So yeah, I also found an important piece of, uh, of well, I guess you could say it's, you know, Luke's key history that I wanted to bring back with me, and I managed to find it, like, just before. I, I was looking into my sister's basement for five hours, like, doing the videotape stuff, but also trying to find this thing, and I couldn't find it. Then I went back to my mom's house, and I went to her attic, and I found it within, like, two minutes. So, like, <laughs> I should have started there. Um, but, yeah, so it was an all-around, you know, great trip. I'm so happy to have seen everyone in my family and all my friends and everything, but I am thoroughly exhausted. I did get seven hours of sleep last night but i still feel like so fatigued i know when i get home from working this shift i'm just gonna collapse on the bed and you know probably fall asleep again until i have to get up and work again tomorrow which will make hubert happy because he gets to just cuddle up by me and be a cuddly boy and special thanks to tv's kyle for taking care of the guy while i was gone he would send me pictures of him being a cute cuddly boy so (laughs) That's been my week. Uh, what has your been week like for time stuff? Well, um, as as I mentioned last week, I've been working on the uh, sound booth under my basement stairs and been having trouble getting the, acquiring the drywall I need because I want the special soundproof drywall. And we we left off last week with me uh, coming up with using deciding to go with my wife's plan of going to the store, buying the drywall, cutting it down in the parking lot putting it in my car and driving it home. And I was going to do that, but I kind of really didn't want to because 
if I, you know, I would have to like take very careful measurements here and then drive an hour to the place that sells the drywall, cut it in the parking lot. And if I screw it up, you know, I'm, then I have to buy more. You know, likely I won't know I screwed it up until I got home, put it up and not, it didn't fit. And so, so Friday on one last ditch effort, I did a Google search for that drywall again to see if there was any place else around me that carried it. And like on page four of the search results, I found a blog entry that said top five soundproof drywalls for your recording studio. And I was like, there's more than one. So <laughs> I read this, I, I read this blog entry and the first one, they said, this is the best one. It's used in professional recording studios, but it's expensive. And I was like, let's see if Lowe's carries it. So I went over to Lowe's and searched and not only do they carry it, they will deliver it. So I was like, score. So I ordered it on Friday and it said, okay, you know, they don't deliver over the weekend, so it'll arrive Monday. Fine. And then there was a little note that said, you know, due to delays and, and COVID and blah, blah, you know, shipping may be delayed. So, you know, delivery times aren't guaranteed, but it said it, mine was going to arrive on, on Monday. So Monday morning, I signed up for the text alert. So I got an email and a text that said, your item is out for delivery and it should arrive between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. I was like, great. So <clears throat> I made sure I was home. One o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. Nothing doesn't show up. You know, four o'clock, five o'clock, never, never comes. So I'm like, okay, it must have been delayed. It'll probably come tomorrow. No big deal. Tomorrow, so Tuesday morning, I get a text and an email that says, good news, your item's been delivered. And I was like, the hell it has? What? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know what, I, it's not here. I, I, so I went and I looked on on the Lowe's.com website and I pulled up the order and it said, you know, there's been some kind of delay and my order was still processing. And then it went to the tracking thing and it said it was had been delivered. And I'm like, okay, clearly there's a disconnect here. And I, I really think that their tracking system isn't actually hooked up to a back end of any kind. And it's just kind of there for show. So I gave him another day. And then yesterday I called them and it, it took me almost a half an hour to get somebody on the phone. And I said, so what's going on with the drywall? It says it's been delivered, but it, your store, your website says it hasn't been processed yet. What's going on? And she looked and she says, I don't know. Let me get somebody in delivery. So she put me, you know, transferred me over there. He looked at the, at the, at the, you know, his computer system. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what happened here. Let me put you on with so-and-so. So like another hold. And this guy picks up the phone. He's like. Yeah, I don't know what happened to your order. Nobody puts any notes in the system, but uh, we'll get it set up and, and you can have it, you know, we'll, we'll get you set up for tomorrow. And I was like, I'm going to be out, you know, that was today, Thursday. Um, I was like, how about Friday? So in theory, my drywall will be arriving tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. Stay tuned next week for more. Um, <laughs> that yeah, begs the philosophical question. If somebody delivers your drywall and no one is there to pick it up, does it make a sound, especially if it's soundproof? If it's soundproof, yes. <laughs> if they deliver it and no one is there, is it really delivered? Um, so yeah, the guys like standing right next to the your house with the thing. I'm out. You broke this up. Stuff works too good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was home all day, and not only that, we have a camera on the front porch, so you know I would have known if if something came. Um, 
So the reason I couldn't get it today was because I had to go out to take my youngest two kids for their second COVID shot. So we did that today. So they are all nice and vaccinated now. Um, and real quick, uh, cartoon talk, if you're up for it real quick. Um, I, I watched all of season four of, of Castlevania. And I've decided I want a book of Castlevania background art. Because holy shit. The background art on Castlevania is astounding. And it's it's like it, it's on screen for like less than half a second. And if like if you pause it, it's like it looks like this beautifully rendered watercolor painting. I don't know if they do it digitally or not, but it's beautiful. And it's on screen for a half a second. And then they cut to another scene for a half a second, and they cut to something else, and then there's vampires and stuff. And it, but the background art is just beautiful. Um so I want a book of Castlevania artwork. Um, but the I was kind of disappointed with season four because there wasn't that the story just wasn't told very well. What was that? What'd you say, Luke? Oh yeah, I, I think my my reception's kind of going in and out a little, but um, but yeah, you should maybe um, try to contact the, the the studio or at least figure out you know which one makes it to that. You can find out if, if they have any intentions to release a book like that. Yeah, I, I absolutely will because it's it's remarkable stuff. Um, so yeah, so so season four was cool. There were the was the the story didn't really come together as well as previous seasons. And the 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 first episode and the the second to last episode were excellent, and then stuff in the middle was just kind of a whole lot of nothing. It was beautifully rendered, but not much happened. Um, the last episode was just kind of a denouement. The the uh, the climax was episode nine, which is weird, but whatever, it was fine. Hmm. Um, the other thing I watched was I watched all of Modoc. And have, have you seen more than I know? You you and Kyle watched the first episode. Have you seen more than the first episode? Yeah, I, I'm. How many episodes are there total? I think there's ten. Okay, I know I've seen at least like the first four. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, what I've seen, I've really liked a lot. So, yeah. I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. You know what I mean? It was like I kept waiting for yeah. it to get better and grab me and really make me laugh. And, and But it, it was like I, I liked it enough to keep watching it. You know, I never stopped enjoying it. But I was like I kept waiting for it to, like, really get its hooks into me and, and really make me want to binge the entire series. I never really did. There was one joke that really made me laugh hard. Um, and I don't know if you've gotten to it yet. It's the one with the, the rabbi. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten to that one yet. Okay. Garrett, have you, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, I haven't started. I just like hearing, with no oh. context, uh, the one about the rabbi. The one I with the rabbi, yeah. <laughs> the rabbi is the one who tells the joke, and it's glorious. And they, it's like they tell the joke... And they just kind of, they both, like, look at the camera for a beat while they wait, and then they move on. <laughs> and I laughed really hard at that joke. So you'll you'll know it when you hear it. Um, it, like, that, it, on, um, on Rick and Morty Season 4, like, usually their titles are, like, these ridiculous plays on existing movie titles or whatever with, with the words, you know, Rick and Morty, like, thrown into it. So... <laughs> But in, in the back end of season four has an episode that's simply titled "The Fact of Acid." Excuse me, "The Fact of Acid" episode. <laughs> <laughs> because 
it's an episode that starts with a major thing that happens that involves a vat of acid. So I think they just decided, you know what, we're just going to call this one the vat of acid episode. That's what everyone's going to call it casually anyway. Yeah, <laughs> might as well. Yeah. And uh, uh, the other thing, I'm slightly. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, check in Amazon. There is a upcoming Castlevania animated series art book yes. uh, scheduled for August up for pre-order now. Nice. Excellent. I will I will definitely pre-order that because holy shit, dude. Seriously, look at this artwork. It's amazing. Um, the other thing I watched was uh, season two of Love, Death, and Robots, which was fantastic. Oh, yes. I was surprised that it was a shorter season. It was it's a like, shorter season, the and there were shorter episodes, too. There were a couple that were only like eight or nine minutes long or something. Man, I got to the end, and I'm like, wait, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was really good, and some of that CGI was astounding. It was yeah. like Star Wars level. <laughs> and there, there was only a couple that were intended to be funny, but... Man, they were really funny. <laughs> yeah, the the Roomba episode. I mean, I don't know what else to call it, but yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was oh, so good. All right, so Garrett, what have you been up to? Um, like you mentioned earlier, uh, my parents are out of town, so I'm uh, I'm watching their six month old retriever puppy. Who, um. For, for lack of a better term, they have descended, and he has uh, he's gotten very wily as a result of that. So that's fun. Ah, he's way okay. less sweet. He's way less sweet at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but his name is Kylo, so I, I guess it's appropriate for him to have erratic uh, mood swings. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, uh, apart from that, um, not much else. Um, my partner Erica just moved in, so now we're we're, we're roomies and get to roommates who smooch each other. That's pretty neat. <laughs> you know the way. You wouldn't smooch me for some reason. I don't know why. I, I was waiting. I was trying to think of something because <laughs> for for those of you listening at home, Erica is Luke's ex roommate. No, there, there was no relationship other than roommate, but I was trying to think of something to say. <laughs> Actually, I do know why, because if you put, take a picture of me and then put next to a picture of Garrett, and then you'd be like, oh, yeah, Garrett, all the way. So, yeah, that's why. <laughs> uh, no comment. <laughs> but no, you, they are the best. They are awesome. I'm so happy they are together. They have an adorable place, and they're they're making it zero. And now we we just get to combine our giant collections of plush dolls and Funko Pops at, at last every couple's dream. Yes. So uh, when you guys get married, you can have Funko Pops at the top of the wedding cake. Obviously. <laughs> yes. There you go. Uh, I was like, I wonder if anybody's like, who am I kidding? Of course they've done that. Yeah, I was just thinking. <laughs> so I'm sure somebody's done that. It's like we, they didn't, or like you get a couple who didn't want to pay for customs, so like we will be represented by Mary Poppins as portrayed by Emily Blunt and Freddie Mercury <laughs> in the yellow jumpsuit outfit. That that's us. Nice. All right, so you posted a song. Did I? Yeah, you I did. did. <laughs> give us a quick intro. We'll give it a listen. All right. Well, um, at the end of. Was it? Yeah, right at the end of April, Nintendo put out a new Pokemon Snap, which is a 20 years later follow-up to the Nintendo 64 classic Pokemon Snap, where you go through the Pokemon world taking pictures instead of capturing them or forcing them into dogfights with each other. 
And after binging that game for about a week, somehow photographed by Nickelback also re-entered my brain. And the, the two just came together in, I don't know if it's harmony, but it's something. All right, here is Look at This Pokey Snap by Il Nage. Look at this Pokey Snap. A Bulbasaur taking a nap. For a second thought he was dead. Till I threw an apple at his head. Professor called me one day. Gave me a camera and a tank. Said I needed to document an island full of fire breathing pets. So many new Pokemon. I haven't played since 151. Don't think I've ever heard of Buffalant. And when the hell did Todd get so hot? I guess I'll go and explore. Too bad this lens can't zoom in more. I can barely see it from that far. Oh, how the hell was that one for stars? Oh, come on, just get close. Very nice. Uh, listening to that made my throat sore all over again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for those of us who are not in the loop, uh, please explain what Pokemon Snap is. So, uh, Pokemon Snap is a rail shooter. Like Gameplay-wise, it's like a rail shooter, but instead of shooting at the things you see, you're just taking pictures of them. And um, the the scoring system is based on, you know, what pose is the Pokemon doing? How is it in the center of frame? Is this, uh, is this a rare behavior that you had to manipulate the game to, like, get just right? And, like, the original game came out in 1999, I think, for the Nintendo 64. 
big hit. You could like go to Blockbuster even and print out your photos as little stickers. And uh, people have been wanting another one of another game like it for I guess decades at this point. And was finally a, in 2021 it, they delivered. Was it a Nintendo 64 game or was it a Game Boy game? Uh, 64. Huh. Because I don't remember it for the 64. Then again, I was never into Pokemon, so I didn't really pay much attention to it. Yeah, um, 64 had a lot of just nonsense third... Not, not third party, but just nonsense Pokemon titles. I don't know if you remember Hey You Pikachu either. That one I do remember, peripheral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that one. I, I remember it existing. I never played it. Yeah, it's not a functional... It, it is not a functional game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's like Superman 64. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, but with, uh, I don't know, you get to yell. Like, when you yell, the game does hear you, but, so it's it's got that over Superman 64. <laughs> cool. So you released a video on TikTok, and it kind of sort of went viral. How's, how's it doing yeah, since? Um, I think it's... Uh, but, but let's, let's find out. Uh, last I looked, it was past... 500k hits, which is nice. 541,000 uh, at this point, which is literally like the most engagement I think anything I've ever made has gotten, except for one very embarrassing picture of me dressed as Cloud from Final Fantasy that I took when I was in high school. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's wild just because I I'd had TikTok for a while and I just kind of did some very basic, you know, okay, here's here's this meme, here's this offhand observation about a show. And I just threw this up there. Hope I just threw the a shortened version of the song up there, hoping like, okay, and maybe this will get some extra traffic to the YouTube channel. It is eclipsed, like the YouTube traffic. Like you still have to go to my channel to get the full song, but mm-hmm. again, like none of my videos on my channel have anything close to the views on this one TikTok. So the the version on TikTok was a an edited shortened version. Yeah, you get a you get like um you get a verse and like half a chorus on there because uh, also they have their one minute. They're one minute time limit, so I right. had to I had to squeak it in under that. Yeah, I was wondering what you did because I know some people will like break the song up into like three parts or something like that. And I didn't know if you did that or not. Yeah, I just did. A, I did. A, I did a part one, and then uh, I meant to do a part two, and then I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems to be working, so I wouldn't bother. Yeah. <laughs> Put it at the bottom yeah, for the whole thing. See my YouTube page. Pretty much. What were you going to say, Luke? Yeah, it's just impossible to predict what will or won't catch on on TikTok. I mean, I guess I could say that about any of the, you know, platforms, but it just seems weird because, like, for example, I uh, I took all of the, like, like my, my medley, When You Wish Upon a Death Star, which is combining Disney and Star Wars, and I, you know, put out each little individual parody as its own video, just for the sake of having it all. And I listed them, you know, kind of part one, part two, et cetera, just so that everyone knew that it was part of a series. So the only one of those that got any traction was, I think it's the fourth part of the song, which is like a four-line spoof of the Davy Crockett theme about Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know. And, like, that got significantly, like, a huge, like, thousands upon thousands of views. And all the rest of the parts of that medley got nothing. And I don't understand why, you know. I tried doing it for Grease Wars 2, and nothing took off from there. And even some of them only got, like, you know, like 26 views. It's like, what am I doing wrong? You know, so I'm glad that the, the algorithm got smiled upon Garrett so that yeah. nothing 
with something with quality and effort and and you know comedy and goodness you know actually got noticed and and everything so yeah i know you mentioned that you you had the idea that your obi-wan parody kind of picked up steam because like the show is sort of trending now because it's it's like in production but what's so funny about that is it's only the fact that it's an obi-wan thing because the Zoomers don't remember the Davy Crockett theme. I barely remember the Davy Crockett theme. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the, the Gen Xers remember it because, you know, our parents were the Boomers, so yeah. it was around, it's like they were, they had it around enough in their pop culture bubble that we witnessed it's like, oh, okay, that's what that thing is. Yeah, I think it was in syndication like, when we were growing up, because I, I know I've yeah. seen it. I don't yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen any actual Davy Crockett movie or TV show, but I know the song because it was like we'd have to sing it at school or in 4-H or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. So yeah, same. I couldn't yeah. tell you the plot of a single episode. I just that that song will live in my head forever, though. <laughs> I I know that he killed him a bar. I know that. So <laughs> like you do. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so Garrett, um, tell him about the other thing that happened. Oh, the other. Oh, yeah. So, the week the um the the week the video goes up, Luke is kind enough to post a link to it on the Doctor Demento Facebook page, uh, and just like, hey, request, put this up there. It gets some extra clicks there. Like, oh, how nice, how nice of Luke. What a nice thing to do. That evening, I get a message on Twitter. It's like, hello, I'd like to interview you about the song. I'm like, oh, okay, some guy's podcast. Turns out, it's a guy who makes um segments for cnn's affiliate stations nice so i ended up getting interviewed about the song and it didn't go up on like cnn the channel but up on their website is me explaining myself and why i've unleashed this on upon the world that's now. awesome and it's it's all thanks to uh the finest the goodest the bestest the great luke ski <laughs> Have, have you heard anything from Nintendo or their lawyers? Uh, fortunately, no. Because <laughs> I know Nintendo is real picky about people using their IP, and I, I, I don't even know if that that extends to gameplay footage. Because I, I know they've they've shut down a lot of streamers, from what I've heard. Yeah, with this, I think I'm. I mean, I've never had issue. The only time I've had them come after me for gameplay footage is because of I was streaming like a game that was very cutscene heavy. It was a Zelda game, and every instance of you know, like the bots can't detect your version of Link running across a grassy field versus like the official one. They can absolutely detect the cutscene where right. the monster takes the child, yeah, or whatever. But as far as uh, yeah, I'm pretty. I don't think I have anything to worry about. I'm mostly surprised that I didn't get claimed by uh, the Nickelback bots. There's still time. <laughs> yeah, well, just just believe the Nickelback well, bots. Yeah, I mean, all the Nickelback songs sound alike, so I mean, they they just claim all of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a Chad Crow Crowbot. <laughs> do we have 30 minutes to workshop this? Sure. Yes. Chad T. Crowbot? Is that what you're going for? The Mystery Science Theater? Oh, just, just Chad Kroger, but is robot. I'm trying to think, like, there's got to be something there. <laughs> love, love sex and crowbots. I don't know. There we go. Oh, my favorite film company is Chad Crowbot. Chad Robot. <laughs> ah. <laughs> 
And scene. Notes, everybody. Yes. There we go. Cool. All right. So do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, just uh, my YouTube channel, um, where which has the worst name ever. Uh, it's Il Nej, I-L space N-E-I-G-E. In addition to the Nickelback thing, I, I'm I'm songwriting my way through the whole Pokédex. Um, working on the next song now, which is currently planned to be Charizard. So if you want to want to join me in celebrating the, the most the most underrated, the most maligned, a, a Pokemon who never gets any attention from Nintendo. What gives? Um, finally, Charizard is going to have his day in the spotlight at long, long last. You know, I'm happy to do that for the the poor maligned minority of Charizard fans who just never get, you know, their day in the sun. <laughs> awesome. Looking forward yeah. to that. For sure. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna do some news and uh, another song and stuff. Um, so thank you for joining us, dude, and congratulations on the success on. of the song. Yeah, thank you, and um, I promise if, if if you have me on again, I'll uh, be sure to have video next time. Sure, and then uh, we we fully expect the, the dog to eat your face on the video, so be prepared for that. He'll be there, and he'll be so he'll be such a good boy. <laughs> All right, thanks, dude. We'll catch you later. Have a good night. This is the funk. Only people with too much time on their hands do jury duty. Only people who got no significant plans do jury duty. I got places to go and people to see. Not stuck with some upright citizenry. It might do it for you, but it doesn't for me. Not jury duty. Wanna don't wanna don't wanna 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 brush my teeth, don't wanna brush my hair, just wanna watch TV. That's the Funny Music Project at theflump.com. T H E F U M P.com. Without guilt to shame. Don't hate the player. Hate the video game. Don't want to take my pants. Don't want to pull on a shirt. I don't want to eat dinner. I just want like dessert. Blown from the portal in my dryer where all the socks go. There's a hole in space at the back of my dryer. Travels to some place with a piece of my attire. And the situation has grown pretty dire. I'm about to run out of socks. Sorry. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, we have some news about Fumpfest. Fumpfest? Because Fumpfest is happening now. So let me put the Fumpfest graphic. All right, we have not one, but two new sponsors since we last talked. First, Escape from Vault Disney. Hosted by Tony Goldmark, Escape from Vault Disney is a weekly podcast all about the movies, TV shows, and short films available on Disney+, Plus, chosen completely at random and dissected for your amusement. Tony is planning to have me on the show as a guest at some point in the future. Uh, Escape from Vault Disney is available on your favorite podcast directory or go to escapefromvaultdisney.libsyn.com. So thank you very much, Tony. And our other new sponsor, Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. This podcast is an exciting weekly podcast revolving around Weird Al Yankovic and his fandom through fun interviews and engaging discussions. Hosted by two of Weird Al's biggest fans, you'll catch interviews ranging from everyone in Weird Al's band to those who have performed or recorded with Weird Al, collaborators, and those involved with Weird Al's non-musical projects. Celebrity Weird Al fans and even Weird Al's dentist? Yep, that's right. 
For episodes and more information, go to weirdalpodcast.com. So thank you very much, Dave and Ethan. And I haven't put these up on the website yet, uh, be, uh, but they I, they will be up soon. We have our three final performing artists available to announce. They have all been confirmed and are raring to go. First, first up, Steve Goody will be joining us once again at FumFest. Second up is Carla Ulbrich. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And third, last but not least, the great Luke Ski. Say what? Say what? Say what? 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 Dun, 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 dun. Yay. We couldn't get anybody better. <laughs> yeah. No, I had um, I, I, people who, who listen to the show will know I was really trying really hard to book Ookla the Mock for Fumfest, and I was trying to give them as much time as possible to get ready and get Adam in in performing shape, and it's just it's not going to happen. So um, I was like, all right, I got to give up the slot. So so here and, we have yeah. Luke. Yeah, I I, I won't mention any act. You know, specifically, but, you know, life is life, especially this past year and a half. Things are weird. It's hard to get, you know, everyone is having a tough time getting to places. Yes. So, you know, we're, we're, but, you know, nonetheless, we're going to do the best we can to give an awesome, fun weekend of the comedy music for all of the fans who can come out to, to, uh, northern Chicago. <laughs> oh, it's it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's not like I settled for anybody. I mean, Steve, Carla, and Luke are all going to do fantastic sets. I'm I'm 100 confident about that. So, it's it's not like it's yeah. like oh, I guess like fine. I guess my cousin will perform. You know. <laughs> I mean, I was I mean like last you know in person bump fest. I didn't have a scheduled slot, but I was the designated alternate if somebody backed out, and then uh, Raymond and Scum ended up backing out. So I had to plan for a concert literally that day <laughs> like well okay time to make playlist yeah <laughs> and it, it went fine uh so but yeah so this time it's like i basically told devo at some point recently he was getting things figured out I'm like okay so if x number of people back out and there's a slot left i'd kind of like to have a scheduled concert and that's what happened yay i mean <laughs> and, and you know what i just realized with you having what? an official slot, we don't have a backup for this year. <laughs> so, <laughs> does, does Ian have a slot? Yes, he does. So, um, I guess I'm the backup for this year. Or, or, or Chris could be maybe. Or Chris, yes. <laughs> we did that in 2015. Chris and I split the uh, slot when Mikey Mason didn't show. So we could do that again. Um, okay. I have one other guest to announce, not a performing guest, just a visiting guest, although she is going to be performing at least one song at some point during the weekend. Um, ladies and gentlemen, longtime co-host on the Dr. Demento show, Sulu, will be joining us. Uh, she was part of the gang back in the days, the early days of the Dr. Demento show, when he had a whole bunch of people in the studio with him. Um, and she also had a hit comedy song herself with a song called Trapped in a Closet with You. Um, so we're looking very much to getting Sulu out to, to Fumpfest. I'm trying to get yeah, a couple of the other old co-hosts out as well. I just haven't confirmed any of them yet. Sulu appeared on, like, you know, because they were, it's like, you know, kind of like how the Fump, generally, we put out songs. and like, oh, here's a new song by Devo Spice. And then, like, 
four other members of the Thumper on the song, like just uncredited doing whatever. Uh, you know, it, that's the kind of the way it was back then. So I know Sulu's been like some Barnes and Barnes songs, and you know she's she was all over the place. But yeah, she's such a wonderful person, and I'm very happy uh, she's going to make it out. And I'm, you know, uh, I, I hope that some of the other old school crew can can you know figure out a way to come out as well. Because you know what's funny want- is um, I've been contacting most of the old crew through Jeff Morris because he has all the contacts. And yeah. so, but I contacted Sulu directly via Facebook because we're friends. And so she has kind of taken it upon herself to contact all the other people. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm trying to get this person. I'm trying to get this person. I'm like, great. <laughs> let's get, let's do this. <laughs> Isn't it always nice when it's somebody else takes it upon themselves to both people with six? Yes. It's, it's so nice when other yeah. people are excited about the, uh, the, the thing too. All right, um, and uh, I have a new shipment of CDs from uh, Needlejuice Records. Uh, Problem Attic by Nuclear Bubble Wrap is now available in the store at thefump.com. Available on CD for eleven ninety nine. This features Intelligent Design, Curiosity Killed the Mars Rover, Vagina Regulator, Zombie Elvis, and more. He only sent me the CDs this time, so no final or anything. All right, well, that's all the news I got for this week. You got anything? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Alrighty. We have tour dates, and holy shit, people are performing again. Alright. On Sundays, coming up uh, through the rest of this month, I believe, is Escape from Secret Lab featuring Dr. Pinkerton. On Thursdays, online, Steve Goody. Tomorrow night, online, Carla Ulbricht. Carla's show is going to become a monthly show, but uh, t- she is performing tomorrow night, and then I think that's the only time she's performing online uh, for June. All right, and then tomorrow night, the 11th, in Santa Cruz, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. Also on the 11th online, Mikey Mason. The 14th through the 27th online, Steve Goody. On the 16th in Redding, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 18th in Muncie, Indiana, Mikey Mason. On the 19th in San Francisco, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And on the 21st in Ewing, New Jersey, Larry Tritel. I may have to go to that. All right. It would be neat if, if, if at some point while I was driving here, I just came up and, like, there was still Johnson on the side of the road. And I was like, oh, look, it's literally a, a roadside attraction. <laughs> that would be great. you got to find him. All right. <laughs> second song of the week is by joe j thomas here is the like ship followed by a brief interview with joe love boat prequel the like ship pilot episode real one But not into you and fly. You just want to score. We all know it's not her, it's you. Just stick a fork in you cause you're done 
There's no course to adventure, you won't get a second chance. And like, no need to feel sore, it's a wave goodbye from a closing door. Told you. <laughs> I'm here with Joe J. Thomas. Hello. Hi, Joe. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Skype did an update recently where when you start recording, it's it says this meeting is being recorded, which is fine. I get it. So, you know, you want everyone to know it's being recorded. However, they have the absolute worst quality voiceover for that <laughs> little this thing is being recorded sound it's like yeah <laughs> it's a it's a vague female approximation of the old movie phone voice yeah i mean it sounds yes. like it might be a a synthesized voice which yeah. okay but like you know siri is substantially better than that and it's like it, it's not even like you know a good quality sample it, it's like it sounds like it's like eight kilohertz you like yeah you're like you get 128k mp3 and reduce it to eight that's what it that's what it sounds like yeah. they they have a uh they have a uh laser disc disc version that's much better right. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but we didn't come here to talk about zoom we came here to talk about the like ship so tell us about the like ship yeah i i gave into my baser instincts and went the full-on parody karaoke route uh, it's like a song that i've been singing forever and i'm, I'm like oh, okay i'm just gonna make a parody out of this and uh yeah and and then of course the um we've heard it already right in this uh yes. this recording okay yeah. so the uh hello dog yeah hello the, Jax is making an appearance hello Jax. um it's weird because uh, of course uh this and one of the other songs I oh the uh Springsteen one for some reason I remembered them as being longer and this one <laughs> this is really short <laughs> and so well yeah. it is just a, a TV theme song they probably didn't record like a full you know radio edit version that's three minutes long or something yeah I think they they didn't bother with it and then I was I was looking at one of the other TV theme songs and it comes in at like 20 seconds or and I went okay I can't do anything with with this one um <laughs> uh, so this one it was since it's so, so short and I already had an idea from before just kind of fell out of my head as oh okay let's do instead of love bow we'll do like ship and it'll be about a guy who can't get a date and you know because women keep turning him down and i thought about the video and i went i should just post you know pictures of guys from tinder or you know one of the, and then i thought about that further and went no nah, i'm gonna do dogs i'm gonna <laughs> do dogs in sailor suits so <laughs> uh that's where the video came from and um Actually, my favorite was was Vicky in the lineup because they're like the captain, the bartender, the cruise director. Vicky? <laughs> <laughs> what what's a Vicky? 
Jax is very confused by your appearance on my monitor because he was he was sniffing you really close, and then oh. he, yeah, <laughs> say hi. It's to the no, it's the nose cam. He's confused by it. <laughs> he is probably. <laughs> he thinks he thinks I'm at his level. <laughs> <laughs> He's not confused by seeing me on the monitor when it cuts back to me. I don't know why, but <laughs> strange. Uh, so yeah that's the the gist of it i the the first version i did of this song was probably like 30 years ago when i was still playing uh you know dungeons and dragons and tabletop games yeah and we had one um one that was space-based uh i think it was actually called space opera and we had some some pirate ship that one of the characters was running and he's like i'm gonna go take on that cruise ship and what he didn't realize is that cruise liners put a lot of money into their cruise cruise ships in space. So it has like super heavy shielding and a battery of guns. And so he's he's going at it and it's blowing him out of the water. And so I, I had one called the blood boat for, for him. <laughs> Soon we'll be making another run. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So you posted this song and then Gavin McLeod died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bizarre, huh? And yeah. and I I had completely forgotten that it was him that was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. And I loved him on that. He was great. I never watched that show. I've seen a couple of episodes, but I never really watched it much. But I did watch, I don't know why I watched The Love Boat as a kid. Just I did occasionally. Yeah. So I knew him from that. Yeah, I did like that, and um, Mary Tyler Moore, and then uh, the Carol Burnett, Carol Burnett show. I love uh, Carol Burnett show. Yeah, 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 wild stuff. But yeah, Gavin McLeod. I guess uh, he had a he had a really good career, but it was not that varied. Uh, he he actually <laughs> did he did an interview about the Love Boat, which I found fascinating. He's like the critics hate it but the audience loves it and guest stars love to appear on it. It went on for 10 years. Yeah. It went a 10 year show. That's astounding. Yeah. yeah. That's great. It's, it's <laughs> funny. A lot of actors from, from that era are typecast as to like, you know, the one character, you know, them from, you know, the cast of Gilligan's Island famously talked about that. And yeah, it's like, I, I, that doesn't seem to be happening quite so much anymore. You know, people, yeah. you know, they're, they're known for one thing and then they go on to do other things. And, and it's like, OK, fine. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There isn't the guy who's Superman or the guy who's Iron Man. It's well, I mean, Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, but yeah, he's a but lot I mean, of other things. He won't be for I mean, he's not anymore. And yeah. I think there's going to be a new Iron Man because there were in the comics. There were, there were other Iron Man other than tony stark from what i believe i've never yeah. read comics i don't know but I've, I've from what i've heard there were other iron men so yeah <laughs> but yeah like um uh david Tennant, who played doctor who you know who played the doctor has gone on to do multiple other things and yeah very anti-doctor characters too you know he was a good villain in what was a Netflix uh, yeah um, the that other Marvel show um, Jessica Jones yeah he was a great he was, villain he was great in that yeah and it was completely opposite the Doctor of character you know it was great yeah 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 I guess in the comic book he was also supposed to be 
blue or purple the character was supposed to be but oh, they didn't know. they didn't they didn't do that on netflix and i'm like i don't know it didn't, didn't really subtract anything for me yeah. probably a budgetary thing it's like yeah we yeah. can't afford the purple makeup this time sorry <laughs> we'll do it in post yeah let's give everything a purple yeah. cast and you know color effect yeah all right so do you have anything you'd like to plug um i will become president of the united states on july 8th Okay, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm in uh, Netflix is, has uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness coming out. And uh, I played the president of the United States, President Graham. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is, this a, so, is this an animated show? Yeah, it's like a miniseries, I think. Uh, I haven't actually, the only thing I've seen is the same trailer that everybody else has seen. But uh, I, yeah. this is the first I'm hearing of it. And it's, this sounds like it's right up my alley. I should be, I should be aware of this. And I'm not. Yeah, yeah they're doing like, the attack on Washington and they get the president and it's like, oh, okay. So yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's got a lot of uh, fan favorite characters and people brought back in, in specific roles. So nice. they brought me in and I'm like, Oh, cool. I get to be the president and in a resident evil thing. I haven't done any of those yet. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Look yeah forward that, to that. It'd, be, it'd be nice to see something whose voice I recognize who isn't Chris, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and what else? Oh, um, I'm currently working on a, a song which has not been submitted yet, but uh, it, it's actually got a triple entendre if that's possible. Sure. It has uh, like a wholesome, a wholesome thing to eat, uh, implied cannibalism, and sexual overtones. Nice. So, <laughs> so look go. forward to that coming out. <laughs> I am. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. My yeah. pleasure. Or to your triple entendres. Yes. Bye. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. Feedback. Wacky Ben wrote, Steve talking about his parents not familiar with the Beatles is like my grandma who either forgot about or was not aware of Willie Nelson. Because my brother once went to a music festival where Willie Nelson was performing, and my grandma asks, what's a Willie Nelson? True story. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. <laughs> and that's all the feedback we got for this week. So, my favorite, teasing. Uh... He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah! Sorry, the lag is rough this week. <laughs> it's okay. What were you going to say? I was going to say, um, my favorite triple entendre or triple pun that I've ever heard, probably the only one I can remember, really, is uh, Ukula Mock's album, Less Than Art. The first track on the album is about Commander Riker not being able to find the bathroom on the Enterprise. Right. And the song is called Number One. Right. <laughs> because Commander Riker, he has to pee, and it's the first track on the album, Number One. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I love that stuff. All right, teasing. Uh, tomorrow's tomorrow's uh, song is by a new artist. What? What? 
what, what, what? And we're gonna have a special Sunday bonus slot this week by Steve Goody, now performing at Fumfest. And Tuesday song is by Lauren Mayer. Yay, Lauren Mayer! Woo! And next week's Spotify playlist topic is Marvel. As in the various Ooh. superheroes and whatnot. All right. Uh, Il Nage can be found on YouTube. Joe J. Thomas is at joesdump.com. Luke, you got anything to plug? Well, I'll just say uh, Il Nage is spelled I L and then N E I G E. Uh, and that's it's uh, on Twitter. He's uh, Il Nage YouTube. And on. I said, actually, no, wait, on TikTok, he's all as one word, Elnay's YouTube, and I think the Twitter version has, like, some underscores in there somewhere, I think. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I, can't, I was going to say something else, but I can't remember what it was, but I do want to say something to you after the show ends. So, okay. Go. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. Yeah. Word. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say... One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, sheetrock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, sheetrock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, sheetrock. We're going to lows around the clock tonight. Yes, we'll deliver stuff when you're not around. And you won't hear it because it don't make sound. It's sheetrock of... Never mind.